this decade uh, is looking very encouraging for this market and uh, this is certainly going to be story of this uh, this decade wave which we will be observing in retrospective that okay this was the one of the revolution post the internet uh, and, and india is also one of the like leader in this this revolution thank you vijay it's a pleasure and honor to have you on change i am possible which is india's first featured podcast so mr vijay choudhury is the co-founder of mobilitics he's an engineer and transport planner who has worked in sustainable mobility projects for the indian government consumer brands and electric mobility he was earlier part of daffodil software uh, mobilitics builds software for a sustainable transportation future by making electric vehicles reliable and trustworthy they are an operating system for electric vehicle charging so thank you it's a pleasure to have you on change i am possible podcast so let's let's start with the the big issue of global warming you know so how bad is the climate problem and has fossil fuel or ice vehicles been the primary contributors of global warming thanks for having me uh, on your show uh, glad to be here and uh, discuss what what we have been doing at mobilitics so definitely like uh, uh, we we are living in the cities uh, at least indian cities are uh, way 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 more problematic than we see uh, i have my background in transport planning so i have studied urban planning and i, I could kind, kind of empathize for what are the problems uh, in the indian indian cities uh, and th- that's the stage where we are still developing uh, so uh, delhi is flooded with the pollution bangalore has traffic problem uh, mumbai has uh, flooding problem every every monsoon we observe that uh, so so these these cities uh, are not a sustainable cities and we uh, and with with rising uh, pollution with rising population uh, with with ri- high high aspiration for ic based vehicle we 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 would uh, we would see uh, more more problems rather than solution and at the same time what our government is doing is that they they are sandbagging and sandbagging is not a strategy to solve these problem we need a long term planning and climate change uh, is definitely one of the uh, big biggest horse which we need to address right now so uh, from my my personal background i have been uh, crazy for sustainable transportation and my master thesis was around electric mobility uh, i wanted to convert existing e uh, auto rickshaws into e rickshaws or e uh, rickshaw, e auto rickshaws so in uh, uh, recently there was a study by one vc fund uh, for delhi that around 60% of the pollutants are uh, caused due to the automotive pollution and if we if we change or if we transition this fleet towards the electric or sustainable mode of transportation definitely we could reduce the aqi levels and at least it would be bearable uh, living in delhi uh, uh, i was so so uh, dismotivated while living in delhi during this lockdown period that i had to move from delhi to the mountains and as you are aware that i mean himachal now so it's it's quite good now and breathing uh, cleaner air uh, I, i think that should be a fundamental right for a, any citizen of any country i'm not undermining you know what a city offers you know the infrastructure is there the innovation hub is there but somehow covid has made everybody realize that you no longer have to be geographically limit your personal growth 
you know so today the media and internet and a connectivity can can offers you like the wide reach of the entire world you know we have become hyper connected and if you have a desire and intent and a good idea you could be sitting in it any part of the the world 2020 has been so terrible i mean i would not call it terrible i would call it a year for learning and growth because for me it's been a learning you know sitting at home there is so much i i uh i did because you know the, like like i said internet today offers you so much you know so so it, it's been a year of learning but what i have realized with a one month stay in goa is that i could take my ecosystem anywhere if i've got connectivity and i've got a good computer i i can work from anywhere in the world so what what has been your learnings what are the pros and cons and would you advise entrepreneurs to move to uh out of the city for better life and a better business opportunity yeah just before addressing that i would like to address the concept of city as a whole city cities essentially has uh this netto effect which is like one of the uh, uh very well spoken term in startup world uh, so uh, just to give you the perspective uh, that what netto effect is that in any network when whenever there is a one additional participant uh, if they joins in and they create uh, more value for the entire network and also they can also get the more value uh out of that network so supposedly uh in the facebook uh if you join uh uh your friends would be getting benefit because eddy is now on the facebook and they can also communicate with eddy so you increase the value of the entire network which was not there before eddy joined the facebook so in the similar fashion uh, uh cities has this uh, very classical network effect in which uh more the people who are in the cities uh there would be the more infrastructure uh more the infrastructure there would be more the opportunities more the opportunities there 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 would be more the people uh, uh more the jobs so this this cycle goes on and cities are always binded with this netto effect so that's why we are seeing metropolitans like delhi gurgaon bangalore all of these hubs and these are never going anyway uh soon so uh, i don't see people leaving those cities because the leverage or the benefit of those cities are very humongous but uh in this current current decade of the internet uh where where there are no more boundaries uh we we are a hardware company and we are pretty much working fine uh, remotely our entire team is remote and uh we we did this obviously due to the covid but over the time what we have realized that uh, anybody could work anytime anywhere we have closed all of our deals uh, f- from march we never went to the customer we never physically met of any of our customer from finding or sourcing those leads to conversion and then getting the payment in the account it it was like entirely different and uh, uh good good experience because we never had to go and meet the different customers at different different geographies so definitely uh, all the internet company founders where the company has the product which is internet first i would advise go wherever you like and work out of there because you certainly do not have any baggage of being uh, at one place and also it is cheaper to live in uh, himachal so uh, definitely uh, you could utilize that uh, and uh, nowadays internet and other infrastructure is also finer in these tier 2 tier 3 states so, uh, so that that's my point of view that uh, given a chance uh, 
internet entrepreneurs should leave their towns or cities and go wherever they want the companies who are more on the infrastructure side or they are building any hardware or hard tech product where team need to be assembled and uh, work out of under same roof so for them it's it is challenging but uh, again uh, your customers do not want you to meet personally so you could also relocate your entire team to goa so that shouldn't be also a problem so that, that's how i uh, see this entire landscape changing and uh, uh, there uh, i have seen uh, many many of my founder friends who has recently moved out of uh, delhi bangalore and all of this uh, startup world a uh, few of them moved to goa some are in the mountains and uh, i can see this trend going up then going back and uh, this is definitely going to change all of the boundaries which we have seen so far right right so, so i think that the covid has this very dynamic effect you know across industries and, and people so i i've been invested in the augmented reality virtual reality space and there, i'll i'll give you an example there's this company called hp reality it's that's a real estate business, company based on america they've got some 20000 people working for them now they don't have a physical office space they have built their office space in virtual reality and all their uh, staff has been given is a virtual reality headset they they mm-hmm. connect with their customers on, on virtual reality or on uh, on pc or mobile and, and there's no physical meetups but they you know so so you you save on offices that there's no logistics there's no meetings cost you know because you spend so much money and most of the meetings you know 80% i think of the meetings do not convert into business so so yes there is a huge opportunity and you know there is always that you know the en- environment we are stuck in a city which like delhi is supposed to be the 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 capital of, of pollution you know because and so is mumbai like almost all of the cities even bangalore i mean you know it offers so much but it's it's sucking the life out of a common man you know my, my kid is 5 years old and he's got breathing issues you know because you know living in bombay you were in, in a month in goa and he didn't have any problem he's come back and he's again got his breathing issue so yes things are looking uh, i mean you know i i definitely am considering like maybe in eventuality so so getting back to our topic i mean you know we are the cusp of the fourth industrial revolution you know and both clean energy sustainable energy and the adoption of electric vehicle it promises both a cleaner environment plus cheap commute so how important according to you is for india is the move to electric vehicles and renewable energy and when do you see this future being a reality here in india yeah yeah very great question so and a very relevant for this ecosystem and for our country as well so how i see is that uh, india definitely need this revolution very uh, very very uh, in urgent manner than any country in the world the reason behind is that our 70% of the foreign investment or foreign purchases are for the crude oil uh the oil or the uh, energy which we consume for our existing automobiles is entirely purchased from different countries so india has a kind of a depend- dependency on other countries for energy requirement uh apart from that pollution uh, uh the the 
ease or the uh, affordability in the existing vehicle vehicle ecosystem which is not there so over the time uh, what i have been observing is that this trend has been there since 2004 2005 so electric cars are not any uh, a new concept before even the ic car arrived uh, it was the electric car which was in the market and they could not work on the battery so they thought okay we will use the battery to trigger the uh, tri- tri- trigger the engine of your uh, diesel based car so that's how the there was a earlier electric cars and then again automotive and now we are going again back to from where we started in 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 india uh, uh, government has been very aggressive in this aspect they they kind of empathize what what uh uh how how this revolution is important for our country uh from from gdp perspective and from our local local environment challenges also so uh uh, uh but uh, this this has been a buzzword in this market since, since long uh, but now we are seeing more actions there are lot of investments coming in government has also built a 10000 crore fund uh, to subsidize purchase of electric vehicles we now get subsidy for two wheelers three wheelers there is a fame two policy by central government there are different different policies from all of the state governments so uh, uh, but but what i see uh, businesses never change or businesses never get uh, created through the government it's it's a entrepreneur like us or customers who has sets of preference who decides how the market will evolve government could be only enabler not a businessman so uh, but government has a right intent for this market so that's a very welcoming initiative uh, uh, in, in in indian market the one of the core problem is that uh, we we do not have m- much of the choice supposedly you want to purchase a electric car tomorrow you you would be with very limited choice there there would be only two three models out of which you need to purchase one and those are very very expensive in two wheeler segment many startups has been working and they have done very significant work uh uh so now we have good good uh, choices of models in two wheeler segment uh and uh one one of one of the success story of indian market is that we we have about 2 million e rickshaws uh which which are entirely electric and these e rickshaws has been popping up in this uh northern belt at least northern and north uh, northeastern market uh, including up delhi haryana uh uttarakhand west bengal uh, uh even in the assam and manipur so all of these states uh, never uh, thought of this this segment to evolve but it it spread like wildfire now we have 2 million electric e rickshaws which which is like probably one of the highest number of uh, 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 of of a fleet in entire world we we have 2 million electric rickshaws we have 2 million electric two wheelers so cumulatively we have 4 million evs already floating on the road uh, which is n- never in the case of any any of the country even china doesn't have this number so uh, and this happened without any government subsidy or government initiative this only happened because it made sense for the customers it made sense for the a drivers to uh, purchase those vehicle invest in those vehicles and run it for business purpose so it is always the case of how the unit economics are meeting with each other and uh, what i see uh, uh, there has been already lot of innovation going on in this space there are startups working on battery there are startups working on motor and controller which are key components of a uh, electric powertrain uh, 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 
uh, and we are at a cusp of the revolution uh, we uh, recently there were uh, the numbers were published of the last year how many sales we had uh, certainly those are encouraging numbers and uh, with with the reducing cost of the battery uh, uh, worldwide we started with 250 kilo 250 dollar per kilowatt uh, and now we are at around uh, 150 125 dollar per kilowatt and we are expecting sooner it to reduce it to up to 100 dollar per kilowatt so uh, with reducing cost of the battery pack uh, with with the more innovation we will have uh, reduced price of the electric vehicle and definitely people want to uh, shift to a more sustainable transport mode uh, we have already seen the traction in di- different segments and if we could uh, if a electric vehicle could compete uh, on the pricing point uh, the performance is already great uh we just need to compete on the pricing point and uh infrastructure will evolve with the, over the time the charging infrastructure everything will be on the place as soon as we have the numbers so it's again uh chicken egg problem but i see well, as the battery price falls uh, the customer adoption would be more and definitely uh, this this decade uh, is looking very encouraging for this market and uh, this is certainly going to be story of this uh this decade wave which we will be observing in retrospective that okay this was the one of the revolution post the internet uh and india is also one of the like leader in this this revolution i am super excited for technology that's the reason i do this podcast because we are at at a you know the rate of technology is growing at an exponential space you know and there are all of these technologies which are together converging i think will which will all come together and play a role for us to get into the future of you know right from maybe uh, electric vehicles to clean energy to artificial intelligence augmented reality virtual reality and so on so 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 forth you know so i am very excited for the uh, the future where the adoption of evs starts making sense for the customer because you rightfully pointed out you know there are so many issues at this point in time range issues infrastructure issues but uh, like you pointed out you know these these problems are being solved by startups from all over india and around the world you know because they understand that fossil fuel has disrupted the world and and this is the opportunity that we have got to kind of reverse the impact or, or the disruption we have created in the climate due to the uh, you know the uh, ic vehicles and thing like that so would you like to talk about your company's mobilitics what is the problem that you are trying to solve and do share your vision products and services uh, when it comes to mobilitics the adoption of evs is function of what what is the electric vehicle price and of 100% of the ev price 50% is reserved by battery alone so if we see electric vehicle 50% cost is we are paying for the battery not the vehicle so that that is also one of the fundamental reason we 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 are expecting to reduce the cost of the battery pack so at mobilitics what we have observed over the time by being this uh, in this space for two and a half years that this key component uh, which which is very critical for any electric vehicle is not managed well, well enough so uh, uh, what we what we are building is that uh, there is a uh, operating system for batteries to make sure that batteries are protected for india's diverse and very uh, harsh environment condition 
very different mobility application we we have different sets of the drivers uh, we we have very very diverse sets of the application in mobility we we have customers in fleet uh, we have customers in the personal segment everyone have a different driving profile we have a temperature variation from uh, minus 10 to up to 55 or 60 degrees celsius uh, in the summers so uh, all of these variations require a electric vehicle battery to be very intact and since this is a very expensive asset we we need a technology which could manage this asset to be more reliable and uh, uh, and also uh, which could ensure the lifespan and the warranty uh, warranty over the time period so supposedly give you an example if you check your phone if it is showing 57% of uh, uh, charge rate or charge percentage in your uh, battery if you plug out your battery and insert in a different mobile phone it will show you uh, a different uh, different percentage either it would be 60% or it would be 55 or 50 degree uh, 50% so uh, it it is essentially a battery is dumb it it do not know what is its stats what is the application it is made for what is the charge rate which it need to be consumed so uh, your phone is estimating or your the firmware which is installed in your phone uh, made by the mobile phones oem is estimating what is the accurate state of the battery pack and when should i charge this phone and when i should not charge the phone it is automatically building and defining that what is the uses level of id and how should i optimize the performance so that the id's phone could last for the whole day so uh, the same same thing what we are doing for the uh, automobile segment we have built a uh, device called intelligent battery management system which goes inside the lithium ion battery packs and it 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 collects cell level performance data uh, of of lithium ion battery packs and it protect those cells against various parameters be it the voltage current temperature and then using artificial intelligence we optimize the battery's performance and lifespan for the application it is intended for so uh, uh this this device we generally work with the battery manufacturers and auto manufacturers uh we we supply them these devices and they install these devices in their uh, bat- in their battery pack and what we what what we have done differently than uh, existing startups or existing market incumbents is that our device is smart enough so it is learning on the go we 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 know that we have a limitation of uh, base data on which we can build our model so what we have enabled is that our device is all the time connected to the cloud it is it is learning the driver profile it is learning the battery utilization pattern and sending us that data on our cloud and with the time we are able to communicate back to the battery and make the battery smarter with the updated algorithms so we we could send the uh, over the over the air updates to change the function of state of the charge so uh, uh, the time which when we deployed the device if the accuracy was lesser now we could work on it and with the more iteration we would be able to make sure that these batteries which customers are using are more reliable and uh, 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 and they are intact for during their lifespan so this problem we have observed while we were in service service based business that uh, 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 so uh, even there are many startups which are like hugely funded by vcs we have used their vehicle platforms so uh, th- this is like very lame problem which we when we observe that 
if 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 the battery is showing 100% and if you push the throttle it will show that 50% battery so what happened uh, if you if you release the throttle back to zero it will again show the 100% so like this was the unreliability with the battery packs if it is showing you that you could go 50 kilometers uh, uh, on this charge level when you go 20 kilometers and your battery goes off it it goes to completely zero so there this was the level of uh, unreliability uh, in the existing battery market we we as a country we do not have uh, uh, ownership on the battery cell value because cell are essentially imported from other countries and we do not have any manufacturing facilities with us so we have built the tech piece of the cells which could make sure that those those cells which we have acquired from other countries could be managed protected and optimized for the larger lifespan uh so yeah this this is the our product and we have been supported by iim calcutta and iit mandi and uh so far we have done lot of pilots and lot of deployments uh, currently we are exclusive partner for one of largest battery supplier uh, uh for the lithium ion battery segment right so so could you talk a little bit about your deployment you know your customers your monetization model uh we we have uh, this platform as a service application uh so uh, the, uh we we have hardware and then we have a software piece where we get gather the data and give the visibility to our customer about their battery packs and hardware is embedded inside the battery pack during assembling stage so uh, all of these uh, components are supplied to the customer depending on what whatever volume they are looking for and the typical model on we, uh, we work is that it is mixed of capex plus opex so they need to pay upfront for the hardware and for the software it, there is a recurring subscription fee where we provide uh, cloud subscription uh, cloud connectivity to the battery uh, uh, the repairing and service maintenance and also the features which we will be releasing going forward we we have done good pilots with the existing customers and uh, the learning so far has been that we are able to make sure that the battery uptime is always 100% so that whenever the driver is on the road uh there shouldn't be any discharge or any unreliability related issue with the battery pack so we are able to provide them uh, right right charging matrix right uh, range matrix uh, 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 right health matrix uh, apart from that we are we are able to reduce the charge time as well we have seen 10% decrease in the total charge time of a battery pack so we have built our proprietary charging and recharging protocols uh, on the hardware apart from them Uh, we 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 are uh, if we project this entire uh, performance for three years or five years, we we are projecting that uh, our device will be able to save at least thirty percent of the operational cost for the OEMs or for the service providers. The way I am mentioning my business, or uh, uh, even in the my uh, context of EV, it is more based towards the business segment because in India so far there is a more traction for the fleets or the commercial-based vehicles than the personal segment. Uh, uh, feel free to like trick me in between so that I could focus more on the personal segment as well for the audience sake. No, no, no. Perfect. I think. I mean, you rightfully pointed out at this point in time. You know, the adoption is going more towards the B two B era. The the ones who are adopting seems to be more of the ride hailing companies, the food delivery companies, the e commerce companies are obviously are the ones who are saying that they are investing into fleet fleet electric vehicles. Then there is this Sun Mobility. Chetan Maini, who kind of founded Eva, has. 
they, you know, recently, I think they announced that they they plan to set up some hundred battery swapping stations in Bangalore by the year end by 2021, partnering with Metro Ride for last mile ah. connectivity. So the pace of adoption of EVs seems to be moving in the right uh, direction. So what trends do you predict for the future of mobility in 2021 and beyond? So I see this revolution happening. Uh, so we could draw the parallel between how a smartphone uh, industry has evolved. Uh, so from about 10 million smartphone users to now 500 million smartphone users, at least in the India. The same way, uh, we, we are at the stage where a smartphone industry were, uh, was in back in 2007-2010, when there were very uh, huge number of innovations, but again, no collaboration or very few collaboration, no standardization. So in the in the same way, uh, this industry will evolve. How the smartphones has evolved, we uh, we we are working on the operating system uh, for batteries and going forward for the vehicle vehicle uh, ecosystem. Similarly, there are companies working on charging protocols or charging infrastructure. Similarly, there are OEMs or the uh, good OEMs who has built vehicle platform so that they could address the consumer segment. So the ecosystem is evolving and going forward. Uh, uh, they, 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 everyone need a fundamental uh, operating system on which everybody could rely. So uh, we, we, we are going to seeing the transition uh, in the same fashion how the uh, smartphone has evolved over the time. And in this uh, 2021 or 2022, what, what I am observing more is that there, there has a good, good requirement from the uh, customers in the two-wheeler and four-wheeler segment. Uh, uh, Hector uh, MG Motors released a uh, EV variant of their own segment and which is like pre-booked up till 2021 and so uh, they, uh, there are like very very good news uh, from all, all of different models from the all of different OEMs. Customers are like craving for good EVs or good models and definitely there is a requirement of infrastructure but that that has been addressed by government as well as charging companies or the oems are also so uh, 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 if any entrepreneur or any startup founder who are in the electric vehicle system and uh, or they are trying or they are planning to get into this this uh, this ecosystem i think there are a lot of opportunities uh, obviously on the business side as you mentioned on the fleet fleet operation on on the fleet aggregation side there are also a lot of opportunities on the hardware side so building a vehicle platform or any specific type of vehicle which could address a specific niche and there are also a lot of opportunities on the software side because unlike traditional automotive industry, which was like uh, multiple hardware components assembled together on the wheel, electric vehicle is not like that. Electric vehicles are essentially supercomputer on the wheels and these supercomputers require good softwares to run on. So uh, there are also a lot of opportunities on software side, on the battery, on the vehicle, in, uh, in inside entertainment, uh, on the motor and also on the controller side. So uh, these, these are the themes which, which we are seeing. And uh, again, uh, 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 there, there are like a lot of opportunities uh, in all of these aspects. Uh, uh, any any entrepreneur who is wishing to enter in this space, I would say think 180 degree of existing automotive industry and build the product and solution for the electric vehicle industry.
Right, right. So uh, earlier you you were talking about the government, you know, I mean, supporting the ecosystem, you know, I mean, how do you view fame to policy benefiting you as an entrepreneur and the overall electric mo mobility ecosystem here in India? And how is the infrastructure over here as in the support system, you know, uh, the funding is, is the VC supporting the ecosystem? Uh, how does where does the ecosystem stand here uh, at this point in time? So we, we are uh, uh, certainly this the industry is at its nascent stage. We we are just uh, on tip of the iceberg. We are yet to see the revolution, but uh, it's happening and and it, it is certainly uh, going under the notice. There is a lot of noise as well, but there are a lot of signals which are unnoticed by many industry veterans. Uh, uh, from the government's perspective, Fame2 uh, has significantly helped the automotive OEMs. Uh, to to reduce the price for the customer. So supposedly if they are investing X and uh, the price is X and government would disburse like 0.2X or uh, 0.3X, 20-30% of the price of the entire uh, platform so that the end user could get the subsidy for the, uh, for the electric vehicle model. Essentially, it is done to make sure that there is a price parity between the uh, uh, traditional petrol or diesel-based vehicle and uh, with the EV segment. Then again, every state has a subsidy policy or the EV policy to subsidize customers' uh, customers' benefit. So they kind of give the subsidy on the pricing, which is like uh, after deducted uh, from the fame to uh, fame to pricing. So the there are like OEM centric model, and then the, again there is a customer centric model. So both both of these subsidies are a very good boost for this ecosystem because essentially uh, EVs EVs are costlier uh, than the traditional uh, traditional uh, models. As, as a startup, we, we have been seeing our partners, our customers uh, getting good volumes um, in, 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 their, in their demand uh, from the customers. And this all, again, helping the entire ecosystem as well as a company like us who are supplying the key component uh, for these vehicle platforms. Uh, in, in the VC industry, uh, VCs has been typically apprehensive about the companies which require high capex. VCs typically fund the growth uh, uh, and this has been the model of the venture capital industry and this industry is slightly different uh, even if you want to build a company to make the Tesla or, or a vehicle platform like Tesla, you need a lot of capex to put and do a three, four year research and make sure that vehicle is absolute safe to use, absolute safe from all the industry and safety uh, safety standards. Uh, so this requires a lot of capital and time, uh, which generally VCs do not have. They they want to see the growth from the first day onwards. And uh, we founders some, sometime discuss that VCs love to see the J-curve. And in, in, in electric vehicle segment, the J-curve is displaced like for the three to four times than the typical startup. Because the time horizon for a uh, hardware-based product is quite high. I hope that the 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 VCs start funding uh, the future of mobility here in India because it's an exciting space. I think uh, it, the government is giving the right push in another couple of decades. The entire IC vehicles could move to EVs, you know, which will 
not just help the environment but also get us cheaper commute you know so we are getting into the fantastic future but the risk averse nature of vcs who, who needs to change if we need to see innovative or 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 these you know global companies coming out of india you know and and i hope the vc is listening i mean you know invest in 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 the startups who are moving at, at the the right direction you know i i was watching recently praveg electric vehicle it's being touted as india's answer to tesla and they 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 decently funded so from your vantage point who amongst your peers are going to lead in building the future of mobility here in india and what are your views on praveg uh, electric luxury vehicle also so uh, obviously mobility is going to be very big first i need to address that uh, uh, but uh, i'm not aware about the com- specific company you, you have been mentioning i have heard about uh, one yeah uh, i have read about them either once or twice but i'm not very sure uh, if that is the company uh but i am very excited for many teams uh ether energy is one of my favorite uh, uh they they are bangalore based startup and incubated out of iit madras and uh, uh the the team or the product which they has built is uh, really inspirational uh and they are now expanding to like seven or nine cities they recently started in ahmedabad in bangalore uh uh in chennai so i really like the way that team is executing and uh, i uh, i i have big 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 hope uh, from that one specific company apart from that i i have many friends uh, who who has uh, who are the founders of electric vehicles uh, uh, startups so uh, i am also big believer in in, in many of their startups uh, which includes uh, iler energy uh, so iler iler is providing fleet uh, fleet as a service to the uh, companies like big basket and flipkart and uh, 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 amazon uh, so i am big believer of uh, this this uh, ecosystem apart from that uh, ampere electric which is in the two wheeler uh, two wheeler segment uh, so it's a uh, not a typical startup but it's a uh, fundamental like company backed by a listed company uh so uh, but the, the but the product or the traction they have built is uh, very very impressive apart from that uh, uh the, there is another two wheeler company uh, called ultra motor or ultra motive uh, motors uh, which is again in the two wheeler segment and uh, the, the company is backed by tvs or, or probably bajaj uh, and they they are uh, doing very 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 great work uh, so the, these are the companies which are uh, top of uh, my mind uh apart from that sun mobility and many infrastructure company uh, those are doing really great work but i am yet to see the scale uh, and and also the unit economics on which they could operate sustainably for the longer time but i am very excited for companies who are building ground of uh, vehicle platform or uh, they are using vehicle as a service for different different application uh i have seen their growth i am closely watching uh, how they are building uh, and how they are executing 
so uh, 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 ether would be definitely a good good and very very large success story from my perspective so, so currently you know obviously you know there's so many drawbacks you know when when we talk about electric vehicles uh, adoption of electric vehicles you know your battery tech your your battery swap technology you know because the infrastructure is not there the ecosystem is not there you know the, the problems uh, with ev adoption seems to be multifold you know a, a and the biggest problem i think is awareness you know people do not understand that you know that we are we have been killing the environment and here is the electric vehicle there which if you take the effort in learning about possibly having one you know, purchasing a unit you will be doing a great service to your city and, and your future gen- generation you know so besides the uh, awareness then there is this high upfront cost you know the range anxiety is is, is a, a problem the long charging time recharging uh, is the biggest barrier of mass adoption of electric vehicle so what according to you will it take for electric mobility to get affordable and accessible to the masses so uh, definitely there is a uh, lot of gap between awareness uh, and again that is also opportunity for startups to get in and bridge this gap uh, I, i i see uh, already evs making sense for the business use uh, so uh, in in electric world or even any uh, asset asset backed business we typically go for one matrix which is total cost of ownership so over the time uh, be it the 3 year or 5 year whatever is the lifespan of a particular uh, asset what is the total cost of ownership for the owner so uh, 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 in, in in fleet or in 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 the uh, businesses this tco parity has been already established with the ic based vehicle so for flipkart to run deliveries using a typical four wheeler uh, running on I, a petrol or diesel is already costlier than a three wheeler running uh, on the batteries so or or even a four wheeler for the fact so uh, uh, the price parity has been already established for the business application uh, uh, from the context of total cost of ownership and uh, Uh, because uh, the reason behind is that uh, in business there there is a requirement of long range you and i do not drive more than 30 or 40 kilometers a day uh, but in in the uh, in the uh, fleet or delivery application uh, be it in the passenger or in the logistic segment the drivers drive for at least 100 kilometers uh, we we have seen the drivers driving about 150 kilometers a day on the three wheels so definitely they they have a good advantage of utilizing and amortizing that cost over the time uh, in, in the business application where the application is b2b more than b2c but the people who are not driving their vehicle for the business rather than they are using the vehicle for their personal needs there the price would be function of how the battery price is been falling so battery costs are already 150k uh, 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 uh per, per uh, 100 150k dollar per kilowatt and uh, uh, we we are going to see the same uh, with with the time with the more innovation the battery prices are falling very rapidly we we have seen 200% decrease in last 10 years so uh, and we are expecting similar trend in uh, in the coming years 
So with the falling falling price, with the more innovation in the battery side, on the battery management system side, and also with the more choices, uh, th- th- there is a lot of uh, problem due to very less number of uh, available models in the market. So with a lot of choices, customer would have a lot of option to purchase a electric vehicle and adopt to a product which is uh, they could relate with. I have seen the consumers uh, who are educated enough, uh, they kind of understand the requirement and importance of the EV, but they do not switch or they do not make electric vehicle as a considerable preference in their purchase uh, when they are making a automotive purchase only due to the reason that they are not aware about uh, how to do the service, how to do the maintenance, what was the lifespan of the battery pack they would be using because the stability of a weak, uh, a automotive product has been not so far uh, built and uh, as an industry all of us has to work a lot in making sure that the customer should expect a reliable experience out of EV and now with Tesla uh, announced that they are also expanding into India uh, probably this year or if not then next year for sure so uh, we, we, we can we will be seeing more more announcement from other OEMs to follow the shoot and uh, release the more uh, more more different kind of models so I'm hopeful about this market and the only uh, only Data points I am tracking is the what is the TCO and what is the unit price of the battery uh, for the per kilowatt. Right, right. So how excited are you for the future of mobility and what's the future plan of Mobilitics? Yeah, so uh, mobility is evolving uh, like what how smartphone has evolved and still we are innovating on the smartphone. We are not very sure uh, what, what are the features we are going to see uh, down the line in five years or ten years. So it, it has consumed calendars, it has consumed the watch, it has consumed the alarm, it has consumed the uh, letters. So uh, everything we used to see in the desk is now inside the mobile. Uh, so uh, and it, 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 it was never, never expected by anyone. So uh, EVs fundamentally are doing not only a good thing for the environment, but essentially these EVs would be the core vehicle to build the autonomous vehicle ecosystem. Uh, uh, the, uh, since these vehicles runs on code rather than uh, a machine or uh, mechanical assembly, so there are a lot of opportunities for uh, uh, to to transform and to go to the next level, which is autonomous. And if we could enable autonomous vehicles in country like India, we we would have lesser accidents, we would have lesser uh, traffic jams, uh, we, we we definitely would have lesser journey time. So, uh, th- and pollution is uh, again added benefit since we are running on a battery rather than uh, uh, any any uh, fossil fuel. So, uh, I am very hopeful about this market, and there is a long way to go. Uh, as as a mobilitics at at our company, uh, our team is envisaging this entire opportunity, and we start with battery. We will expand into the different ecosystem and vertically integrate our product into charging infrastructure side, uh, our product into the. V- vehicle uh, control unit side, our product into vehicle entertainment side, and we are trying to build an ecosystem for the OEMs so that they could rapidly deploy their electric vehicles 
because they have traditionally built the hardware product and software uh, uh, for the software they need good good time and uh, uh, capital to make sure that software is reliable enough so we we are saying that okay you are expert in building the hardware you you focus on your strengths we have strength in the software let us supply your that key that that core component for your platform and let us build a platform which is highly reliable for end user so uh, in that approach we will be building and releasing lot of products and services which could add uh, oems to roll out reliable product for 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 the end user so that is our hope and uh, we are looking for more deployments and uh, uh, and also we we, we have recently uh, won several awards on uh, various various forms my co-founder naman has got world leadership summit uh, award for contribution in the ev ecosystem so there there are there there, there are lot of things happening uh, inside the team and the team which we has assembled so far is really really excited for this opportunity and uh, we 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 are you 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 are going to listen a lot of uh, updates uh, releases uh, from mobilitics Wish you the very best to you and your team. Yes, the future of mobility looks exciting. It's you guys and so many others who are working on creating the future of mobility. You know, you you also pointed out that you know you are laying the infrastructure, the framework for the next step. You know what comes next after EVs. You know autonomous vehicles. You know there is and there is obviously the solar vehicles. There's already this company called Aptera. Uh, i think it's a uk based company and they've made that it's a solar vehicle which requires zero charging you know so so i'm super excited for the future you know wherever you know where we are going you know it all needs to come together and 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 i wish you the very best i'm i'm really excited for it and to my listeners if you like what you see in here please press the subscribe button until next time see you guys bye bye thank you thank you thanks eddie thanks for having me